Good to be back in the studio. It's great to see Razorback Billy. It's the middle of the week. What could be better? We've got a huge Friday night football matchup going on for the Texas High Tigers. And the Razorbacks are off this week. So they can't lose a game. That's I don't know. I've seen it predicted (laughs) that that the bye is favored by six. No, sir. (laughs) Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Razorback Billy Lavender in here as uh, we start yet another outstanding hour of radio broadcasting entertainment for you. As well as the folks on Facebook, oh, we yeah. say hello. Yeah. Well, it's good to see you, sir. Yeah, it's good to see you. I'm glad to be back. And after another Texas High victory. Oh, man. Huge week this week. Oh. You know, big, big win last week, but uh, this is kind of kind of something you've been steering to and you know you always say ah you know we're not thinking about next week but you know deep down uh and i I remember i saw uh i saw a couple of guys interviewed uh from our team maybe about three or four weeks ago and they were asked hey what you know what what do y'all you know what's what's your plan for this year or whatever they said beat white house it's like why why we got something for it. You know, I mean, last year kind of left a bad taste in our mouth. They lost and, by five last year. Yeah. At but, Texas High. But it was it was kind of some some of the things that happened. And, I mean, I'm not one to blame officiating and what, but there were just several, you know, I mean, you, there's lots of, you know, he held or he didn't hold right. or whatever. But sure. when, you know, when someone drops the ball in the end zone and they give them a touchdown and when someone goes out of bounds two yards before the first down and they give them a first down they extend the game, you know, it just kind of gets to you. But, hey, it is what it is. We want our district, right. all, all of that. So that, that's over. But uh, but it's good to know it's in the back of our minds and uh, and we're excited about it's a, getting the, the opportunity. You know, there are some different kids, so it's a different group right. on both sides. That's right. But – the fun part is it's week nine. It's for what would be the outright lead in the district, and it's for the number one seed Absolutely. going into the playoffs. There's a lot and of so there's a lot going on mm-hmm. when you start looking at and and I haven't pulled up the potential seedings yet. Next mm-hmm. week when we get in here, we'll have everything okay. laid out in front of us. But but there's a pretty good idea about what you're going to see in the playoffs, mm-hmm. depending on what you do this coming Friday night. Mm-hmm. Differences this year, it's not at Texas High. You got to go on the road. I, is White House a place that's tough to play in? You know, I don't, I don't really ever remember playing, playing at there. White House. Yeah, I didn't think so. Uh, so now. You know, you take bas- uh, baseball, baseball and uh, and it's a tough place to play. Right. And you, you know, I mean, they've always been tough and and given us some some bumps and bruises along the way. So, uh, but uh, it's a it's one of those deals where we're we're ready. Uh, I, I feel like we're finally healthy. We're, we'll finally have our full team right. uh, at, at the game. Uh, you know, which we hadn't been full staff since uh, maybe week two or three, Colleyville, whatever week that was. Okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to to getting back. But uh, but man, you you talking about the offense that's been scoring a bunch of 
points and uh and defense started playing really really well and uh i'm fired up about it let's try this we're gonna we're gonna hop on the phone real fast hey you're in the yard (laughs) we can hear you and you sound good well what's going on sci-fi guy i'm telling you i'm telling you we we sold cars together me and uh sci-fi guy did you have competition uh, we always had competition we had competitions with all kinds of things did he ever uh, did sci-fi guy ever win yeah absolutely Absolutely. wow shocker (laughs) he's competitive what's going on young man Welcome back from your mini vacation. That was not a vacation. <laughs> that was getting up early. That was flying across the country. That was standing outside in the rain. It was getting up too early and flying back home again. That is not vacation. <laughs> on the bike and on the pavement. This is true. <laughs> no question. I just want to give a shout out to the, uh, to the Rangers now. Yeah. I'm sure you brought this up on the days before, but isn't it kind of funny that in that series second time in Major League Baseball three, that no home team ever won a game? It's stupid Crazy. is what it is. Yeah. Crazy. That that, that blows my mind. I wonder, I wonder what the odds would have been if you were betting on that at the MGM. More importantly, you, and, and somewhat like the somewhat like the, the National League series as well, you almost get to a place now where you say Home field advantage in baseball doesn't matter. The the Brewers didn't win it in the American League or in the National League in the wild card. The Dodgers didn't win. The Braves didn't win. The Ra- the Rays didn't win. The Orioles didn't win. With the exception of Houston beating Minnesota, the rest of the playoffs, the underdog or the lower seeded team won without home home field advantage. What? And when you're talking about Crazy. when you're talking about two teams that are in the state of Texas and located as right. close as they were to each other, there's a lot from both fan bases at both both of those places. Right. So it, it you know a true home crowd you probably didn't get. But Philadelphia, which had yeah, been a wild right. place a week and a half ago, had two games in a row against Arizona. I don't think the Diamondbacks have fans at their games, let alone going all the way across the country to Philly, and they lost twice in two games to the Diamondbacks. So, yeah, home, home field meant nothing in baseball this year. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, that's right. I did, I did promise you last week, Chuck, I, I did go see a movie Friday. Uh-oh. Yeah. It's been, been a while since I've done one of my uh, thumbs up, thumbs down. I went to go see The Blind. All right. A movie about Phil Robertson uh-huh. back in his party days up until he, he found religion. Yeah. How was it? Yeah. The movie, the thing was filmed in Shreveport. Okay. So it was right, right down the road. And Who's, even had in it. Who's playing Phil? Is he playing himself? No, he's, no. he's not at the end. Uh, right before they roll the credits, he comes on for a little three-minute uh, uh, altar call, at lack of better words, like, you saw what a sinner does, this is what you can do with the man I found. All right. Cool. So, good, good, good faith movie, uh, really good to see. It's a lot better than paying 
1989, they won for the Swift's Era Tour movie. <laughs> oh, you got to pay more for that? You, you didn't pay for it to see Taylor Swift singing on, on every Sunday afternoon. You know, I, I, I was going to, because, you know, years back, uh, the daughter that you taught uh, wanted to go see the Justin Bieber movie. Right. So I took her to go see it. Yeah. Told Otis, I said, hey, I know you want someone to go see Taylor Swift, I'll go see it. So we're going up Little Rock this weekend. Right. And it's coinciding with the release of her version of her original 1989 album. Okay. And instead of regular ticket prices, tickets are 1989 apiece. Uh, oh. I'm 40-plus bucks to see Taylor. <laughs> well, come on. It's a once in a bucket list. That's right. No, she does want the popcorn bucket. No. I'll buy you that. <laughs> you cheapskate. All right, whatever. Hey, and, uh, this, this is one last little tidbit. Uh, I know y'all remember the Vikings, Herschel Walker trade. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Of course. Mark my word. The Deshaun Watson trade is going to be the worst trade in NFL history. Really? That's pretty yeah. First in history, that Herschel trade was pretty bad. What have we gotten on with this one? I don't know. They'll massage it and make it look good. Well, evidently, they're not massaging. Her. Uh, no, <laughs> no, sir. Lisa <laughs> got Miles Garrett leaping over the line to block field goals. Oh God! All right, man, I gotta let you go. Have a good one, guys. See ya. Sci-fi guy. I knew that. Was you had to drop massage. Yeah, man, yeah. I was just, I, I let him into uh, it. You, I'm sorry. Yes. No. Hmm. <laughs> you know, every night, Tony every now and then would tee up something for right. me and, you know. You're, you're uh, just being kind. You're yeah. painted forward. That's right. That's Very exactly nice. Right. Anyway, uh, you can hear the phone works. Yay. Yeah, and it's only good. So uh, 903-735-9905 means we're back in business. Yeah. On the telly. So uh, be uh be part of the show if you would uh, so uh, so desire. Works, and we'll invite you in. Uh, back to the Tigers before we uh, end mm-hmm. this segment, because we certainly uh, don't want to uh, get by without a couple of last parts of this. Uh, number one, game time, 7.30? 7.30, All right, yes, so sir. traveling down to White House, and it's a it's a legit two-and-a-half-hour drive. Yeah, it is. So, it is. And, and with a line of cars probably moving from Texarkana, give yourself a little extra time probably to get down there. And it is not an easy drive. It's a kind of a convoluted mess to get to can, White House High. You can caravan with us at two right. bells. See, there you go. Two o'clock. Okay. Well, that's that's a plan as well. So if you're uh, if you're going down, you can do that. You can hear it right here. Uh, Paul Wilson's going to bring you the game here on Sweet. the Fan 1079, so we remind you about that. If you're unable to make the drive down, you're going to be on game day doing it as well. Yep. So we've yep. got uh, multiple opportunities to catch Tiger football. We said it yesterday. We give you a chance to chime in as well. Royce Thornton passed away on Monday mm-hmm. of this week. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've talked to anybody over at the schools, anybody planning anything? Do you I know? haven't talked to anybody, okay. uh, but I, I have seen that. Yeah, funeral services are going to be Saturday morning. Uh, we remind you about that one as well. So um, uh, if you're wondering who the heck's Royce Thornton, if you're a younger person and don't know, coach of the Tigers back in the uh, early, mid-90s, a uh, couple of coaches before – Barry Norton took mm-hmm. over the program in 1999, so uh, passed away on Monday at the age of 82. So we want to make sure that we uh, 
pay attention to that as we run through the week this week. All right, if Texas High wins and beats White House on Friday, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll, let me rephrase that. When Texas High go. wins and beats White House on Friday, they will have locked up the top seed, which now means you start looking across the aisle about who you have in the first round. Mm-hmm. A year ago, almost similar situation. Won the district, lost to White House, but won the district. Got to host a first-round playoff game, which is, oh, I'm so glad UIL's done that. Mm-hmm. It's one of the big things, mm-hmm. I think, that positive changes the last couple of years. They do that. They'll get a home playoff game in in uh, two weeks from this Friday-ish, maybe mm-hmm. a Thursday, maybe a Saturday, mm-hmm. probably a Friday. And they'll get a chance at uh, renewing last year's by-district round game with the uh, folks over at uh, Terrell, who they lost to last year in the first round of the playoffs. So kind of how that's setting up, and, and just hearing you say that is, you know, we could get this game this week. Yep. Uh, which is a rematch. Yep. And someone that beat you last year. Yep. And then get uh, in the first round at home again against Terrell, someone that beat you last year. Yep. And uh, both teams you felt you were better than. Yep. And, uh, and so there's just, uh, you know, we were talking, I think, off the air and talking about uh, about some kids that, uh, that, that really had – had some beef and wanted wanted to get get another piece of uh of white house and i'm sure they'd want another piece of terrell or or whoever they they're throwing our way but uh but boy it's big uh from just talking to the kids every time you talk to them and you ask them you know when we're interviewing them or something you ask them you know what what do you like about friday night lights and they say man tiger stadium at grand park there's nothing like playing there so to get to have one more game uh at home uh, in front of your crowd and uh, and everything that goes along with that, typically there's some extra uh, incentive, some extra sure. stuff uh, before the game. You know, right. some fireworks yeah. maybe. Oh, you know, oh, oh, yeah. oh. but gotta gotta get there, gotta have it to, right. in order to. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it's I'm I'm excited about about being at home if that's what happens. You, you mentioned redemption part of this, mm-hmm. obviously. And we're about to hit a break. I mm-hmm. got music, but uh, a chance to a win the district outright, and finish unbeaten in district, right. which is a big deal. Coaches mm-hmm. love that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. obviously. Two, get another playoff game at home. Three, get the taste of a by-district round loss out of your mouth That's from right. last year. It's tough being a district champion and losing in the first round mm-hmm. at your place. you got to check to make amends for that as well. So lots there for the Tigers. They can handle up on some business on Friday night. There's a pretty good menu of things in front of them they can move forward with. We'll take a break. It's about 15 minutes after the hour, leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, Billy Lavender, here on the fan 1079. about 19 minutes after the hour leaving the yard Chuck Zach Razorback Billy Lavender hanging out today oh by the way a uh, snapshot day is this I think Friday Thursday or Friday 
Um, snapshot day for those who are not familiar is the day UIL harvests the numbers of kids in your campus and uses that to decide how we're going to reclassify and redistrict schools in usually football A and other sports B. Didn't you ask Coach Stanford when he was in here about that, and he said we're kind of where we're, right. we've always been and not going to... About 1,800-ish. Yeah. They're yeah. probably not going to be a change for the Tigers. They're mm-hmm. probably still going to... just seeing where we're going to fall once they start yeah. those tops shaking out or bottoms shaking out. Probably still will fall in the spot of being a big school in 5A Division II. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, and that's where they are right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a good place to be. Yeah, absolutely. It's better than being the small school in 5A Division One. That's right. And I think they're a little shy of having to get to that kind of number. Uh, but again, you don't know you until don't know you start looking at what mm-hmm. other schools are doing. And if a whole bunch fall lower, the number may push you higher. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it looks like, and I don't know how much movement there's going to be in the in Texas High's district as far as will opponents change classifications Mm -hmm. if anybody else slides down because i don't think anybody's going up obviously Mm -hmm. if anybody slides out and goes into 4a division one you know that may be a possibility like sulfur springs Mm -hmm. did the last go around Mm -hmm. but i don't know that there's actually some talk sulfur may come back up again but i'm not so sure i believe that Mm -hmm. i think for texas i probably this is going to be a fairly stable realignment Mm -hmm. that you may end up in the exact same district for a second go around, which is kind of not rare, but a little unusual, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, we we went we went up mm, how many years ago? Six years ago? Yeah, something like some, that. Somewhere around there, and uh, and man, you just you know you, you go from these teams in uh, the division we're in five A D two, and. You know, you may be playing one, possibly two D one guys on the other oh, side yeah. per per team you play, yeah. and uh, and man, when you when we went up that deal, I mean, they'd have three or four D one guys, and it just it makes all the difference in the world. And it's usually on the lines that you see the mm-hmm. change. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you yeah. start seeing across the board guys that are two eighty ish plus, maybe yeah. not the center, but the you know you start seeing that. You can really see where you're moving from, yeah. Five AD two to five AD one, right? And uh, you know the the good part about it was was you know we we suffered that first year that yeah. that we moved in and we didn't have as good a team as as we typically do. But then that second year we battled and battled right. and battled and won our last three and made it in the playoffs and then go to number five in the state. Uh, Lufkin yep. and beat them, yep. you know, and have a home playoff game the next week. I mean, it was, it was, it was fun. It I mean, was a lot it, of yeah. fun. I mean, yeah. it, you were, you know, but but you, you kind of got to see where all these other teams who play Texas High how they feel, right. you know, and uh, but you know, it was kind of cool. Not well, I say it was. It was kind of cool not being the one that everybody's shooting for, right. you know. I mean, you you were trying to you know get over the hump and and you learned to. To it, it that and COVID kind of kind of made me appreciate every victory, right? Because it doesn't matter if you're playing Pine Tree or South Falk or who you're playing, <laughs> every victory is a victory, sure, and uh, and shall be celebrated. But uh, that's my no, but it, 
you know, there are some folks who say, I like the district we're in. I like mm-hmm. the same rivalries that we get all the time. I don't want that to change. That's our sweet spot. Well, and here, here's another thing about it, is it's not only the stature of teams you're playing, it's the travel that you're having. Right. To, I mean, that's that's huge. Right. But where were you going? No, the other part is that some people are like, I've seen those guys over yeah. and over yeah. again. Yeah. We play the same people. Yeah. I want to play somebody new. I want to see something new. That means maybe going up. But you're right. Then that moves typically you into a bigger travel mm-hmm. district. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't affect varsity too much, mm-hmm. but affects the heck out of all the sub varsity programs. You know why you're moving those kids on Thursday yeah. nights off to God yeah, knows where, man. And it's it, and you can't get a lot of those don't want to come to Texarkana, no. you know, not and, if they're in the and, Metroplex, right? Find right. I mean, their the, their deal is is if if they don't come and play us, they're losing one game, right. or they can find a pickup game if. If they all say no, we we can't do it. Whatever we have to try to pick up games, right? You know, it's just a it's a nightmare, and it it was a nightmare. And I'm telling you, the travel of having to leave and the crowds, you know, trying to get there and stuff on a Friday yep. afternoon uh, was tough. But uh, but you know what what was kind of cool about it is these you know we know okay well. We're playing Hallsville this week. Well, they've got a senior that we've seen for two two years at quarterback, right. and they they've got you know I mean we know kind of all their players, yep. and we you know we've our kids you know you know now we're starting to get some freshmen that are starting or whatever, but uh, but you know a lot of them are three year starters or two year starters, and they've looked at game film on that you know for the last couple right. of years, so they know what they're looking for, and they know kind of some tendencies. Uh, but that's the cool thing about getting in the playoffs is, hey, you got you got you know six days to to game plan. You know, the coaches get their game plan and then they they release it, and then then you've got a you know you you've got a full new team to watch film on, and a, yep. and and then you've got to watch their film from five different games. I mean, it, it's a <laughs> man. I can't tell you how. I mean. Half the time I'm up there, guys are watching film. Yes. You know, they're, they're watching it on their phone at right. home, That's and right. uh, we got some guys who really, really study and that prepares them so well, you know, for the game. But you're talking about it like it's a big party and a lot of fun to study uh, these new guys, and I'm sure those coaches oh, yeah. are listening, going, "Billy, yeah, yeah. we'd it's rather a lot just, of work. Yeah, yeah. That's we're true. up late. Yeah, we're cutting true. film in the middle but of the it's night. It's a fun part of the year, right? man. It, oh, it's those uh, those practices for uh, and as a, as a uh, as it starts getting cooler, and then you start playing on Thanksgiving, and then you start going after things. That's fun. Yep, that's fun. You, you mentioned cooler. Mm-hmm. We're still going to be a little bit warmer mm-hmm. this, week. this week. I don't know what next week's going to look like. Early part of the week looks like it's going to be chilly. I don't know. I, I think the last thing I saw was maybe Thursday of next week, back up to seventy. Yeah. So we should be. And then the last game is uh, is at home, right? Correct. So we should be. A pretty nice night if rain will just stay away mm-hmm. next Friday night. Not quite as humid as we're seeing this week. And that cold spell that's about to hit us early in the week mm-hmm. should be moving on out. So back up to maybe 70s next Friday. Of course, two weeks from now, who knows? But yeah. but uh, we're looking like the weather is starting to move into what sounds and feels like fall finally instead of football weather. just late summer or you know the day of spring. Kind of like it is. Lambo. No. I don't want to talk about Lambo. Okay. No, Lambo. Let's not talk about no. Lambo. I have no love at all at this stage. No love. Yeah, huh? Right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Terrible. Mm. 
Anywho, so anyway, that's uh, that's high school football stuff. But big deal this week. You're going to hear us talk about snapshot day, and that's why it's so important. And I mentioned the fact that that um, we'll district twice. We'll district one group of sports typically for football, one group of teams for football, and a different group for all the other sports. So. Texas High and Longview are in district for everything else except football. Mm-hmm. So if you wonder about it, it's kind of the way they do that. There's um, a, a little more consideration about the other sports and lessening travel. the travel. Football is its own animal. Mm-hmm. UALs, you know, we'll, we'll find out in, I think, either late November, early December about what the classes are going to be. So they'll get the classifications lined up. They'll kind of get the right number of, of schools per classification and then we'll find out usually it's the first of february what actual district you're going to be in and that's the have you ever done the district meet for the Mm-mm, unveiling they typically now they, they don't have to even go anymore yeah you can but actually was get it, it was on it the, marshall or where, where or somewhere near I, Dallas, I don't know if it was marshall but some yeah. mount pleasant or sulfur yeah. some tends to be yeah uh where coaches all show up they get it's their envelope like a madhouse you open it? your envelope here's the district you're in Here's how many games you've got. So if you're in a seven or eight team district, you know you got seven games. I got to find three. Mm-hmm. And so you're in a room with a bunch of people who are also looking around for games. Some who know you and are like, no, nope, yeah, no, nope, nope, no, no way I'm you. playing. Mm-hmm. Forget you. And you're trying to hone in on, on hunting down those couple of games. I, I know Jerry and, and other guys around here. Josh does the same thing mm-hmm. over at PG. They probably and, and I've been in both places. They've got their board. They've got their zero week, mm-hmm. one week, two week, maybe with a hole someplace in there just in case, depending on what the districts. But they've got most of that probably lined out already or really close and I, to I it. I think that's why you see Coach Stanford and, and you've seen Coach Gibson in the last, last several years is they've got one team from uh, Louisiana. So you're not worried yeah. about that being an issue and then right. you know coach stanford likes to get metroplex on down or, or on up uh down uh as far as an, another team to play but you know he also he likes to say hey i, I want someone that's going to prepare us not for our district but for for playoffs and right. what we're going to see and uh right. and so it's a but yeah it's a i've heard it's a madhouse but you know you say that you don't know what the other districts are going to be until that day that's as right. well so you're that's thinking right. okay i gotta prepare for terrell well yeah. this two years you knew that's true you don't know what that That's neighboring right. district's going to look like the next go around. Like, oh crap! I didn't know I needed to have yeah. you know a wing T offensive yeah. guy I need to be up against because who knew that was going to be my first round playoff yeah. opponent? So there's a lot going on there. I, I like for I, I like to finish first and have the four seed coming from. Uh, from uh, the Houston area. Oh, you're like a long drive. Yeah, Move yeah. Drain. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I I remember seeing. I can't remember who. Maybe Port Natchez Grove yeah. or, or one of them. They drive down, you know, and and get here, and you know, get here an hour before the game, right. and uh, and get all warmed up, and then we beat the crap out of them or whatever, and then and then they they get on those buses, and the next morning I wake up, and I had I had followed their account or whatever, right. and they posted on Twitter. I mean, they were getting in at like six fifteen in yeah. the morning. Oh, or you something. like that? Huh? You're that kind of well, guy. Well, I mean, that you know you. Not not for the kids and and the coaches and everything, but I mean you look, always look for an advantage, right? I mean s- some people will will you know hire people to go and and 
scout and uh, pick up signs really? for their teeth. Really? They do that, do I, they? I don't know I've that. I've heard about saying. I, I've uh, heard. I, I've heard some stuff about yeah, that. It's yeah. it's nefarious, but yeah. I've heard about it. Yeah. You know the the thing is is in baseball you're constantly looking for other teams' signals and trying yes, to you, pick, are. you know. I don't know what the maybe it's maybe it's just a bunch of trash. Yeah. And you know you heard Dion talking about it. He said. Yeah, we all we all know what each For other sure. runs and whatever. He said, you just got to have better guys that can stop it or whatever. You know. My question the other day was, and it was music going, but if you're Michigan, why would you mess with Michigan State? That, you can't beat yeah. Michigan State without going to see what they're doing. Yeah, Hell, holy, they beat, they beat them by forty or something. Yes. You know. we're we're gonna take a break. It's about twenty eight minutes until the top of the hour. Leaving the yard, Chuck Zach, Razorback, Billy Lavender. Oh wait, that Razorback part. We got to come back and talk about. There's a new OC in town. Mm. On the fan, one oh seven nine. back it's 25 minutes till top of the hour leaving the yard chuck zach razorback billy lavender and uh hmm it was a bad saturday for the razorbacks i'm in Are you talking about this past saturday yeah. or the saturday before or the saturday before no just uh, i didn't think the others were bad no i'm, I'm gonna be honest no, with you billy I, I thought losses to same. to alabama wasn't bad Absolutely. mississippi wasn't bad lsu wasn't lsu bad. wasn't bad a&m i'm not happy about that one mm-hmm. but i thought the other losses were kind of about in the right spot for You're arkansas right. Right. I, they're not quite as good as those teams, mm-hmm. but there's not 42 to 7 difference. That's right. I thought they were okay losses, if there is such a thing. You're right. I left Saturday afternoon thinking it was probably the worst football game of the Razorbacks in my history of going and seeing them. And I've been going and seeing them for 30, 25 years. Uh, Citadel? I wasn't at that game. Okay, so that, that one. Yep. Okay, so you're. Yep. But but when I went up the next week after the Citadel game, all the guys at the fraternity houses that I went to were calling me Jack Crow Jr. Mm. But I was redheaded and he was mm-hmm. redheaded. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, they lose what North digress. Texas? Who they lose to? It was a really bad one too. That was yeah, But we didn't play a really really bad game against North Texas. Yeah, we played it's, bad. It's, it's, this was uh, we scored three points. The yeah. three points that we scored was off. Of, now we were playing a team that's not any good. Right. With a quarterback yes uh and but the defense didn't do bad no no and the defense defense has played well this year uh defense has played really well this year uh that's why the defensive coordinator didn't get fired no uh but the offense scored three and they scored it off of an interception uh by the defense uh you know that that got us on their their side of the field and really and really we were we should have scored seven on that. I mean, he had a wide open guy in the end zone and and short armed it yep. into the ground. Uh, it ju- it just we just did didn't. It was bad. So as you're watching this, are you getting frustrated? Are you getting mad? Are you getting disheartened? I mean, what what's the emotional range going on sitting in the stands? Because you're taking four and a half hours of drive up there. 
you're spending three and a half, four hours or whatever you're sitting at, you know, at the stadium before the game, after the game, and then driving back home again. You're thinking about, I spent 12, 15 of my life for this, and you got three points to show me. I don't know. I had a pretty friend sitting beside me, and uh, and I kind of just like, hey, you know what? I've been I've been to games when Arkansas was really, really good and yeah. played really, really good, and I've yeah. been to games when they played really, really bad. I'm just going to enjoy my time on the road going to the games, okay. and, and, you know, I get just got a different outlook on life okay. and just going to kind of – I'm, I'm going to go and see them where they go in 0-10, o- which right. I've done before. Right, right. And, uh, you know, I, I remember being there two straight weekends – uh, that uh, that we rushed the field both games. We shut out LSU thirty one or seventeen to nothing uh, when they were top ten, yep. and we had lost seventeen straight SEC games. And then the next week we shut out seven, uh, thirty one to nothing uh, Ole Miss, and we stormed the field again. Why not? Start storming the field again. I mean, just we may play Florida International and shut them out. And I don't know, but I just you know I'm okay, gonna so, I'm so gonna I'm you're not a typical Razorback no, fan no, at the moment. Then you're no. in a different place. Yeah, but the typical Razorback fan sat through Saturday's game with the expectation of. We've gotten screwed by the schedule, mm-hmm. which I disagree with because yeah. the A&M game is the A&M game, and That's you right. chose to play there instead of at home, so we've, whatever. We've known we had that yep. for 10 years. Yep. Uh, you, you had a very difficult schedule. Forget about getting screwed by the schedule makers. Mm-hmm. You had a run of really difficult games. Should have won the BYU game, and that set the tone for what was now going to be a longer bad streak than we expected it was going to be. Back home for this. This was like, we're going to get right now, Mm -hmm. because if we lose to Florida, we can still win out. Bowl game, we're good. And then that one happens on Saturday. I mean, if if you're going to say we got screwed by the schedule maker because we had four on the road, uh, okay, well, now we've got three of four at home. Right. Let's see how you do now. Okay, we already poo-pooed the first one away, so don't don't blame. And and that's why I say the the typical Razorback fan, which you're not right now because you're in a happy place. That's right. The typical Razorback fan who puts a lot of their self-worth in what happens up on that field on Saturdays Mm -hmm. Because that's what they've got. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, I, I want them to win. I want I want to have the best coaching staff. I sure. want to have the best NIL deals. I want to have the best players. I want you want to have the best record. That's right. Yeah. I want to have the best record. But so Sunday, the decisions made after three mm-hmm. points and after the the forums and the boards are all mm-hmm. saying somebody's got to go, and the cries were getting louder for Sam. It was Dan Enos who paid the price with his job. You know, I think that happens but i think five years ago that doesn't happen i think with the way social media is and everything that everything is out there everybody's got a forum to to be in a coordinator and a a post game whatever you (laughs) call them expert uh and and i think that's damage control you know I, i think it doesn't happen you don't you don't see you know you don't see that but you've got a serious recruiting you know issue that goes on week to week yep. and you can't afford to you know i don't know how we keep the guys that 
that we've we've recruited because we've recruited some really good guys sure. you know here lately and i don't know how you keep them with this uh with this happening but that's one way to do it but you know i don't think sam is is on the hot seat as far as this year i mean unless he were like lose out or something i don't think he goes you got buyouts and and all yes. of that but but you're talking about then you got okay well who does he get it as oc if they think he, he'll definitely be on the hot seat going forward, uh, you know, next year he's got – I mean, if he loses the first three games next year, he'd be gone. Uh, but see, I, Willie, you, you mentioned buyouts, and I think yeah. that's a great place mm-hmm. to have this conversation if you're a Razorback I, fan about why Sam about hasn't it. been fired. Mm-hmm. And, and I read some of that as well this mm-hmm. week. And and it's there's, – there's multiple tentacles to this. Tentacle one is the big money donors who are going to ultimately have to pony up for buyouts, it mm-hmm. looks like, aren't in a place where they're ready to spend their money doing that. Right. And I think part of that is there's not a guy sitting there that would be the next obvious target. Like, I'm willing to reach into my pocket and pull out a million and help with the buyout if I know I'm getting that guy. We'll just say for argument's sake, Urban Meyer. Right. If Urban Meyer's got a connection and he's flirting with Arkansas and you say, I'll get rid of Sam and here's the money I'll do it with to get Urban. But if I'm going to pay a million dollars to get rid of Sam and you don't know who the next guy is going to be, I'm not spending my money. It's staying in my pocket. And Arkansas has, you know, we, we've had some coaches, football coaches, over the last 15 years that – so we've we've done several coaches searches and and we should know by now that that people aren't just flocking to, to come to Arkansas no. No, no matter what the money not is not for football not for football they're not they're not flocking to do that and no matter what you think they're just using you to get a higher salary somewhere else right. and a more profile uh, job and uh, you know but it's like that everywhere I mean you take Texas you take you know I mean it, Texas fans will say, oh, Nick Saban's wife was with a realtor in Austin today. I mean, this is far from being true. As, you right. know, I mean, you just you just see that happening. But who are you going to get? Right. Well, you that, know, that's Sam, the other problem. Sam's trying to win. You know, although Sam did hire Enos. Yes, he did. And and I, I, I didn't fall out of love with him, but, but as far as – he had, I mean, he just made one of the worstest, or worstest, one of the worst decisions I've seen in a long time. We had a 51-yard field goal that we we're about to kick. Yeah. We had the team, we had the field goal team out there with 20 seconds left on the play clock, and they just kept letting it go. And with about four seconds left, I knew that we weren't going to get it off. And I'm watching him to see if he's going to call, and I'm watching all the coaches, and we've got. $10 million worth of coaches. We've got 48 headsets. We've probably got 30, 40-inch TVs that people are looking at or whatever. And he he's getting on the uh, the kicker when he comes off. You know, I looked like he was saying, you know, why didn't you call a timeout or whatever. Right. What are we What are we doing? Well, the, the part that bothered then, me about that. And then the, we punt it when we go five yards right. back to a kicker that's 100% over 50 yards. Right. The part that bothered me was Sam's reaction yes, of what his comment, said. I didn't, I didn't know, know what, what to do. do. And that, that was kind of him coming into uh, his tenure with us, not being a head coach, right. and we kind of worried about sure. something like that. But by now, I mean, that should have 
That should never even be a question. I didn't know, and I get it. It was it was fourth and four. It was a long kick. I'm not sure if I want to go for it here or not go for mm-hmm. it. I'm not. I'm indecisive, which is a better word. Mm-hmm. I was indecisive about if I want to I go it was or not. Fourth and one. Yeah, but what I'm saying is they they had a possibility of being able to decide am I yeah, kicking or yeah, not. Yeah. And he was indecisive. But he had, but he about had it. the field goal team out there I with know. about 26. All right, yeah. we got to take a break. We're going to come right back. Got me worked up. We'll play on this a little bit more when we come back. About 14 minutes till top of the hour, leaving the yard. All right, we're back. 10 minutes till top of the hour, leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, along with uh, Razorback Billy Lavender tomorrow. Forget on the uh, program, we'll have uh, Dwight McCowan in here. We'll have picks of righteousness, and we'll have our Nukes Sports Trivia gift card giveaway. Before I forget about it, yeah. uh, on all of our social media sites for Texas High, you can see that we've just posted playoff shirts because we are in the playoffs. Ooh. Playoff shirts, uh, and uh, they are for sale, and uh, it's online only. And you can go to any any of our. Uh, social media sites, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I, I, I want to wait till Saturday when it says can, district champion. No, no, no. no. It, it, you can have another one for that. It, no, no, no. It it'll say whatever we are okay. on there, right. and it right. shows a picture or whatever. But we're not. It'll be it. available after the end of the That's regular right. season. That's right. You can order them now. Get them now. That that way we'll get we'll have all them right. all okay. uh, here before. Yeah. I, I want my district champion shirt. Get it for you. Okay. Right. I don't want just playoff playoffs. I want district championship shirt that's what i'm talking that's about. the banner you get to hang I that's mean, I, the shirt i mean we should just reprint every year right well, you gotta put new years on it every year okay you gotta change that sometimes part. new districts is it is it a challenge come up with that Who, who's doing the graphics for uh, sports stuff? magic yeah sports magic they always up with it they, yeah, they, they, they always look really really cool and they kind of they're always on the uh the cutting edge and yeah. uh greg uh there pill green always yeah, designs yeah. it and it's always something new and, See, and really cool and we kind of go for a different uh you know this might be a playoff one no. uh but uh a, a different one every year a different right. color every year this year is black Nice, nice. So, see, I'll take a black. Like I've got, I've got this, uh, I got this, this gray one on today. Yeah, I got an orange one, baseball shirt. You need a black. Well, I've got a couple of different black ones, but I'll take a black. Are you shorty or long? Do you like short sleeve, long sleeve? Because I don't like long sleeve. Okay, they've got it in hoodies and. Wear it all year, short sleeve. Okay, right. well, I'll, I'll wear it for two days. You're a northerner. I know that's why you're able to do this in here. I mean, it's northern blowing through here right now. Tony left me some shirts last time I saw yeah. him before he left. He yeah. gave me a bag full of shirts. Okay. He said, "Here's a bunch of these." So we did Liberty Isle baseball. Yeah. He gave me a couple of those. Yeah. He gave me some. He gave me a Texas High shirt. Yeah. Well, I, you know, in the dark Tuesday morning. And I'm getting dressed, and I got, I got to figure out a shirt, and I'm yeah. talking, eyeballing, I'm trying to find it. Yeah. Found one with a logo on it, so all right, it's a Texas High shirt. Yeah. Pulled it out, started to put it on. It was a long sleeve gray version of the short sleeve shirt that I normally wear. It's polo. Yeah, I'm like I'm not wearing this long sleeve shirt now. It's like you know, 80 <laughs> degrees today. So I, I wear the long sleeve okay. like twice a year, I maybe. So no, short sleeve all the way. I got gotcha. you. You large, extra large. Oh, I'm extra large. Okay. I'm extra medium. Actually, extra, extra medium. Yeah. <laughs> double extra medium double x medium that's right no baby extra large all the way <laughs> just checking you know people ask me hey, what size do you wear your shirt i say extra sexy 
<laughs> what? Extra sexy. Extra sexy. I got you. Anyway, we were talking Razorback stuff. I don't want to keep Sorry. beating you up. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. We, we, we did a little of that. We got to go back over to the, the World Series. Because Friday night, uh, while the Tigers are going to win district mm-hmm. Friday night, the Rangers are about to start the quest for their first ever baseball World Series championship. They're taking on an Arizona team nobody saw mm-hmm. uh, at the beginning of the year. Nobody saw in July. No. Nobody saw the last month of the season, and with 84 wins, they snuck into the playoffs. They, you know, did great. They they beat Milwaukee. They swept the Dodgers. They went into Philly and and had to win two games there and did. Um, I would give them almost no chance of beating the Rangers, but then by gosh, it's baseball, and you don't know. Never know. And and I I told uh, Coach McClure. Uh, our uh, Texas High's baseball coach earlier in the week or last Friday night uh, when we thought maybe yeah I think it was Friday night that the Rangers lost and yeah. you know they were up late yeah. and uh, and he kind of took it hard and I said I said man I said one of one of my friends has a ownership in the Astros so I kind of root for them and then the the Rangers are the closest team in proximity to me so I've always kind of rooted for them so I said I really don't care I said but I'm kind of pulling this year for the Rangers because they kind of remind me of my Arkansas Razorbacks you know been close a lot of times and you know and then and then when they're not close they're really down and so I said I'm I'm kind of rooting for them so I was excited to see them win but I went I took my son to game four uh, when they played the Giants okay. one year. Yep. And one Sunday morning, I think it was, I bought tickets for us, and, and we went that evening, and I got probably the cheapest tickets I could get, and they were pretty expensive. Expensive, oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, – and and I got them on the last row in center field. Now, the last row was row 20, so it was right. pretty close you to the field. Yeah. yeah, and it was dead center or whatever. And I had heard, you know, I mean, the Rangers hadn't been there, I don't know if ever, but uh, but in a long time for sure. And so there were, they were expecting like 10,000 standing room only tickets. And so so Trey and I go, and we're on row 20, seat 18 and 19. Looked at the ticket stubs the other day. And, uh, <laughs> and so I'm so fired up about it. And he's like seven or eight years old. And I was worried the whole time that I'd spent way too much money and he wouldn't really right. just know that we're at another ball right, game. But right. man, we were walking in and he said, Dad, I can't believe we're at the World Series. Yeah, right. And I thought that was worth all of it. Or so we go and we sit down. Well, the 20th row is handicap row. Okay. And so there's a seat like every five. So we're not even sitting right next to each other. And there's standing room only people that are all oh, in the middle of us. No. Or but all the guys in the middle of us were drunk and hollering at the whatever and started high-fiving Trey. So we had a good time. <laughs> Rangers lost, I think, four to one. That game. But, uh, but anyway, so I was talking to a buddy today that bought tickets and he said he paid eleven hundred dollars a piece for tickets and then i saw online that standing room only were going for about 500 and i was like i'm glad i'm not going this year you know we we, were you was it you i talked to last week about how expensive they were in philadelphia versus arizona Mm -mm. maybe it was no but i did see that online and i saw that the was it Philly that were buying tickets yes. at Arizona, not even to go and sit in, just so they would be empty? Right. Yeah. yeah. And they were going for like fourteen bucks. Gosh. They were going for nothing. You had to pay like four hundred dollars to get a game at Philadelphia's Citizens Bank, but it, it, Arizona is fourteen bucks a ticket because they'd lost the first two games. Mm-hmm. People thought, oh, they're done. They're not going to mm-hmm. win. Why even bother? 
Yeah, well, here we go. I wonder what World Series tickets are going for in Arizona now. Mm-hmm. But Rangers get game one. They're the home team for four of the seven games, so you got that. But um, it's a weird feel. You know, every once in a while. Are they home team because of the All-Star game? Is that, so. Are they still doing that? Okay. I guess so. Okay. Uh, it, it's, it's a weird deal that uh, we've got a Southwest World Series, yeah. which Hardly we've ever. never yeah. had. Uh, I'm sure the folks at the networks Don't are going. You know Fox, this is isn't what we anticipate. Well, you get you get the Phoenix Dallas market certainly. Yeah, but 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 you're but nobody you in your casual fan and no. and you know your Coca Colas and Nikes that want to sponsor. You know, I mean, just all that stuff. I mean, they want LA and Boston and New York yeah, and Chicago, you know, Chicago Atlanta. Atlanta, yeah. But, Instead, they get these two. Now, that's not bad. It's new teams in a World Series. I don't know if it's like the Super Bowl where it doesn't matter who's playing. Everybody's there because it's an event. Mm-hmm. Baseball's not the way it used to be. But this is a really cool matchup just in the fact that from the Ranger perspective, we knew the guys on the Phillies. Mm-hmm. You know Schwarber. You know mm-hmm. Harper. You mm-hmm. know some, some of those guys. Zach Wheeler. You don't know anybody in Arizona. So this is going to feel like... David and Goliath for two teams that, you know, two years ago couldn't crack 60 wins. Now they're both in the series, but it feels like the Rangers are the beast this time. You know, I was kind of rooting for the Phillies just so yeah. just so I would know a bunch of the, you know, and it would be head to you know, and you'd think you were beat, whatever. But then you kind of are thinking, yeah, but I'd rather play the weaker league. You know I mean? But are they weaker you know, anymore? I mean, if your team gets to the Super Bowl, do you want to play the, the other best team, or would you rather play someone that you think you could beat? But baseball is so different yeah. than everything else. But, I mean, it's it's a who's hot right then. By the time I see you next week, we should be a good uh, four games into the series. We may already be done by then. Who knows? Didn't you say the – I don't know if you said the Rangers would win. Didn't you say it would go game seven? In the last series? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 No, I thought Houston would win in seven. Yeah. And that was after Texas was up 2-0? 2-0, yep. All right, we're out of time. Great seeing you again. Good tears and Razorbacks the next week. See you here on The Fan, 107.9. If you missed any of today's show, get it on demand anytime on thefan1079.com. And catch the replay of today's Leading the Yard tomorrow morning at 7 right here on KCMC Texarkana, 107.9 The Fan.